The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial... G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Gowan Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We're off today to Canada, and no surprise that it's about lithium, specifically in the hot and hot uh, northwest Ontario region and the James Bay region. And it's a new company too, Pioneer Lithium, only listed uh, on the 28th of September, $5 million, oversubscribed at 20 cents a share, now trading at around 40 cents for a market cap of just under $19 million. So it's gone off well, but more importantly, I guess, we need to know where to from here. And to bring us up to speed on just what Pioneer's plans are in Canada, we have Clint Booth, the CEO, with us today. G'day, Clint. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Barry. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, Clint mentioned there that it's uh, your newbie. The company is uh, brand new to the ASX. So it'd be great if you could just give us a, a bit of a background about the formation of the company and more specifically, a bit of a background, a professional background on yourself. So if we talk initially about Pioneer Lithium, so Pioneer Lithium's probably been um, a strategy six, about six years to get to where we are today. Um, our fund managers, 63 Capital, our executive chairman, Robert Martin, they've been active in um, Canada, Ontario, Quebec, and other regions really since about 2017, getting an idea of what um, are prospective assets and what's available in the region. Uh, we've been very fortunate with Pioneer that they've um, been able to acquire and bundle up and provide as a, a listing for Pioneer three, what we think are really highly prospective assets, one in Quebec being La Grande, uh, up in the, the James Bay region, as you mentioned, and then the other two in Ontario. So one at Root Lake, and one, um, our third project is our Laurie Lake project. So that's really where we've um, come from, as I said, about six years to get where we are today, culminated on um, 28th of September, as you said, when we uh, we listed. Uh, the offer price was 20 cents. We opened at uh, 39, 39 and a half cents, and we closed the first day at 36 cents. And as we're sitting here now, we're at about 40 cents, just over 40 cents. So been a really good journey, and the market's really responded well what we think well to what we think are three great assets. And a bit of a professional background on yourself, Clint? Yeah, sure. So uh, myself, um, been around for quite a while now in the mining space, um, coming or deep into my third decade. Uh, started out like a lot of people being a Perth boy um, in the iron ore sector when there was sort of the mega boom in the 2000s, working on the major projects or the mega projects we had back then for Rio and BHP. And that really, I suppose, dominated the first part of my career working domestically. Then I um, got the bug to work internationally and I spent the second half of my career um, in an international setting. I've been very fortunate to work in a real array of regions, Africa, Asia, Europe, and then both South and North America. Uh, the last five years, I've spent really in the clean energy space, around about three years of those with Galaxy Resources, which is now Allchem. Um, at Galaxy, um, was working with the team down at Mount Catlin, which was a hard rock operating mine. Then in Argentina, working with the team, developing a brine deposit, which was put into um, construction phase. 
recently and then also working with the development team in Canada, which has their, what they call the James Bay project in the James Bay region, really helping get that through its development pathway, um, which they're hurtling um, towards their final decisions on that project. Then, um, I suppose immediately prior to coming to Pioneer, I spent the last couple of years with Fortescue in their energy division, Fortescue Future Industries. And the back part of that was spent head, spent heading up the um, North, North American development. So a lot of time spent in the US and in Canada. So in a sense, you're still in the clean energy business space with uh, lithium. I was wondering, um, when you were outside the company looking in, um, what was it that attracted you to uh, join it? There's three key things. Um, so the first was um, the board. Um, and the shareholders, the major shareholders, really making sure there was alignment between myself, what would be the management team, the board, the major shareholder around what we're seeking to do. I'm sure, as you know, development is a tough game um, and you have some wins. You also have some harder days along the, uh, the journey and you need to make sure that everyone's aligned. We understand where we're going to, going towards so that those harder days we can remind ourselves this is all part of the uh, as you look back, the enjoyable journey of getting to the uh, the ultimate success. So that was the first part, making sure that we had really good alignment between the board, um, myself and the major shareholders. The second was, um, I suppose, the, the mineral we were in. So obviously being in lithium, clean energy, that was really um, important to me to stay in that space with where um, the globe um, needs to head towards. So I was really keen to stay there and not only... Um, do we have lithium, but we have three great deposits um, in Pioneer. So that was um, really important. And the final one does tick along a little bit with the uh, the previous one, and that's around the lithium and making sure there's a market, there's a supply um, chain downstream, where can we go? And I really love the North American um, position. I think we're really well positioned to take advantage on that, um, not emerging, but real growing a market which is in North America, and uh, I suppose those three things are really what attracted me to Pioneer. Just before jumping into the project, just a little bit, if you're a gold stock in a fallen gold price, you'd probably be struggling to be at par, but here you are, double your issue price. I just, um, yet lithium market's a bit soggy at the moment. I'm just, What's your general feel on uh, where the lithium market's headed? So given where we are in our development cycle, we tend to look a lot broader um, than what's happening immediately. I suppose I mentioned before I was around in the uh, the 2000s, the late 90s, when iron ore price was very low and then absolutely took off. I was um, then around and saw the iron ore price take a real tumble at the back end of that period before it's recovered to where it is now. Um, during that time, I was with Sundance Resources. Um, we saw the, the iron ore price go from, I think, a peak we saw was around 180 US to tumble down to about $60 uh, US and that obviously has some impacts and then the same with Galaxy um, resources when I was with them and Lithium we saw the price 2018 2019 was good back into 2019 was um, definitely not so good 2020 was tough but then by the back end of 21 it was fantastic I think the point that I really look at there is it's very cyclical where you see this um, as I look out and trying to sort of smooth through that what is the overall trend where do we see things going and ultimately, the trend we see is that there is a significant demand now and in the future for lithium 
um, as a product to support where everything is going. Um, from the, the global perspective, we think the global demand is only going to get bigger and bigger. It's not going to get smaller. And given that, I think the bigger outlook from our perspective is that it's very positive. Development's hard. Not every asset will come on. But what you need is a team that will do that. And I think we have that team at Piney Lithium. So we're very buoyant about the future outlook for lithium and certainly when we come online. Now to the uh, the projects you've brought to market uh, in northwest Ontario, uh, Root Lake, uh, made an exploration program, uh, kicked off a couple of days after you listed. So what's the, what's the plan there? Yeah, so we've been really busy getting ourselves set, um, ready for where we are. So we were able to announce we've kicked off our maiden fieldwork program, which is absolutely brilliant. A couple of key things really coming out or objectives we have for that program. Um, so the first is to um, identify pegmatite outcrops. And then the second is really to go on a very um, structured lithogeochemical um, sampling campaign so we can get some um, some really good understanding of the, the lithology of the property. So that's what we're seeking to do. Um, we've got a, a reasonable sized team working out there. We expect to get through that um, well in the next couple of weeks um, and finish that off and then have some, um, some results hopefully towards the back end of the... Uh, this autumn period, start talking to the market about and designing our drill program. People in this market will know of uh, Rood Lake, which is going to have one of the great names of all projects, I think. Um, thanks to a ASX company, Green Technology Metals, code GGI, trades for a market catch around $120 million. They've been kicking some goals in that Rood Lake area. Absolutely. So they've they've done a great job, um, Green Tech. They bound our tenement on three sides, um, which is on the northern, the western and the eastern borders of our tenement. And what they've um, been able to do in recent times is put out a uh, maiden resource for their, what they call their root bay on the eastern side of our tenement, and then also for their Macomb Morrison deposits, which is on the west. Combined, um, those two areas have pushed out a, an out, a maiden resource of 12.6 million tonnes. And we are really excited around what we see there. Um, if I talk about Morrison Macomb initially, that's just on our western border. We have some aeromagnetic survey, which we've um, analysed, and we um, are very excited to think that that will um, continue um, the geological trend into our tenement, and that's one of the things we're looking to um, get out of the fieldwork program is to understand is that the case. And then also the same over at the Root Bay, which is on the east. We look at the strike that um, GT1 have, and they've had two big strikes, one out where they've announced the um, maiden resource, but then moving west right near the border of our claims, um, they've had a recent <coughs> spodumene um, mineralization outcrop announced. Um, and so we see and feel that it's highly likely and highly prospective that that strike extends, continues to extend west and then dips south um, deep into our claims. So yeah, we're really excited with the work that they've done, what they've found and what it could mean for us. Market can be an impatient beast. I guess investors will be looking forward to an initial maiden drilling program. Can you uh, give us some your thoughts on when that might occur? The fieldwork program uh, is well underway in earnest. We've uh, made sure we've got a good amount or a good size to that team so it can push forward quickly. We need to get that completed before um, the snows come in. So we're looking to combine the information from the fieldwork program our aeromagnetic survey work, some LIDAR, which um, is being flown, 
and then also the um, sampling of the rock chips that I mentioned. So we'd be looking for a maiden drilling program to commence um, late autumn this year, so um, not far away at all. I get a bit confused with seasons, so late autumn, what month would that be here? North American late autumn, so um, spring for us in Australia. So we're looking at November, um, maybe commencing our mobilisation around late October, but certainly in November we expect to be drilling. We've already engaged with drilling contractors and are working our way through our contracts and procurement function, but yeah, we're very confident we'll be drilling in November. Uh, just before moving on to the other projects you brought to market, I think there's a growing understanding in this market that, um, well, like Australia itself, First Nations people um, need to be consulted very much and um, I dare say perhaps more so in uh, the Canadian market. So what is your relationship with the First Nations people in terms of being getting access? It's a good point you raised and I didn't <clears throat> raise why we're able to start drilling so quickly. So we've been very fortunate that the previous claim holders had actually, um, they have a, a very good relationship with the First Nations, they'd actively engaged, and they already had approved a drilling permit which covered some 12 or so locations where we can drill on our Root Lake project. So we're very fortunate that that um, approved permit exists and those relationships exist. Um, we are in the early stages of reaching out to um, the First Nation groups. We have um, at Root Lake to let them know about us, we will be over in um, Canada in mid-October and we're in the process of arranging meetings to catch up and introduce ourselves and have some conversations with First Nations groups then. And just from a, a uh, logistics uh, viewpoint, uh, how does some uh, a company based in Perth run a project on the other side of the world? Do you have someone on the ground there? Yeah, yeah, we do. So we have an exploration manager um, based in Canada and so that's one of the, the prongs at our disposal. So um, Eric Peterson is our exploration manager, um, experienced um, geologist in that region, experienced with lithium, um, great network, and he's been able to very quickly get us started in the right um, frame and move very quickly. The other part we have is um, we're a part of a group where our executive chairman, Robert Martin, is also um, executive chairman or non-executive chairman, I should say, sorry, on a couple of other companies and also other members of our board, um, Aga Pavez and also Nigel Broomham, who's part of Battery Age Minerals. Together, that board has drilled some 50,000 metres in Ontario. So not only um, have we got the experience of people like Eric, my experience in Canada, but also the board has got a significant amount of recent experience drilling for lithium there, which we've been out of leverage. There is a, for want of a better term, Australian mafia building up in uh, in that region, and it's uh, the same up in James Bay, uh, where you have the La Grande project. Not as advanced as uh, Root Lake, Root Bay, but uh, tell us a bit about the James Bay project. Sure, yeah. So certainly um, the, the James Bay region has, in the last four years, become a lot more um, publicly known than probably it was before. Our projects um, up there, we hold in the order of about 47 square kilometres of land. But you're right, um, not really much has been done there. We got um, a really good kickstart with Root Lake. That kickstart um, is something we have to do ourselves up at La Grande. So the very first things we've engaged is we've engaged a company to perform some multi-spectrum work to give us a bit of an idea of what could be there. We've also recently engaged um, another company, iOS, 
to commence a fieldwork program. So we'll be commencing a very short fieldwork program in uh, mid-October, uh, which should take us through towards the back end of October. Um, and then we'll be looking to get some additional information, so some probably some LIDAR and some aeromagnetic survey also flown. And then with those four bits of information, we'll be starting to look at designing at our drill program. So it's certainly not as, um, we haven't been come to market with it as advanced on the early stage activities as a lake, but we're working very hard to obtain all that information in the next quarter or so ourselves, and then start to look at the design out and start considering moving to a drill program at La Grande. Are there any um, known projects in that area that uh, local investors here might uh, be aware of? Yeah, so we're very fortunately located and that's why we're very excited around that land. Um, we have about 14 kilometres south, southeast of us, a, a fairly well-known one in Patriot Battery Metals who put out um, a, a monster resource of 109 million tonnes recently as a maiden, which is fantastic. We also have um, Winsome Resources, Canset and Adena project um, very close by, and also just a little bit further east, you've got the Trieste um, deposit for Loyal Lithium. So there's a lot of activity there, as you mentioned, um, a lot of really good projects and some really good finds have happened there, and hence why we are um, really excited and, and feel that it's highly prospective, the ground we have around there. Did you say 14 Ks from uh, Patriots? Yeah, about 14 Ks from Patriots um, Corvette project. Same Greenstone Belt? Yep, absolutely. In terms of getting on the ground there, uh, we're looking at uh, next year sometime? Uh, so we'll have a fieldwork program commencing there back end of October this year, so this month. Um, we'll be there, uh, a short concentrated program, but the drilling program will have to take the information we get from this, plus some other information, the LIDAR, the aeromagnetic survey, put all that together. So I expect drilling is more likely to be um, next year. And the third project was uh, back in Ontario, 100% owned, again in northwestern Ontario, Lorry. Uh, Lorry Lake project, yes. So Lorry Lake's a little bit south of um, Battery Age's um, Falcon Lake project and also, again, Green Technology Metals, their Seymour Lake project, which also has an announced resource. Um, so, look, being a company of our size and what we need to do, we have to prioritise um, where we can put our resources, both um, personnel and capital. So we're very focused on Root Lake and La Grande, and we'll start to look at um, building out our knowledge around Laurie Lake in the new year. So, obviously, you've got funds, you've in the prospectus, I take it you what outlined a, at least a two-year initial exploration program? Correct. Yep. So we did. So we raised um, $5 million um, through our IPO, um, put out a, a two-year program, and that's um, right now what we are working very, very hard towards. And just on, um, you touched on it earlier, that North American market, obviously you've got the huge car industry there um, crying out for future supplies. Uh, I was just wondering, given your uh, more recent background, um, what's your understanding of the importance of being in North America when it comes to the Inflation Reduction Act? Yeah, I, I think it's um, extremely uh, important for a number of factors. Obviously, um, the US has in recent times expanded the definition of who's available to um, benefit from the uh, Inflation Reduction Act in a couple of different um, manners, which is great. Um, but I think some of the things we have which really position us to take advantage of um, the North American market and also the policies is not only has the US government come out with the IRA, but the Canadian government has come out with its own critical mineral strategy, its policy and fiscal support for critical minerals in its um, 
let's call it for a better word, response to the IRA. So I think that's really, really important. Um, and I also think from a, a supply chain um, security perspective, being right next door to um, Michigan, a lot of the um, the battery makers there, but then also, as you, you mentioned, the investment you're seeing in Canada itself, it's just down the road from us. We've got great road and rail access. Um, so your Ontario's, you've got your, your Stellantis, your Volkswagen, um, Northvolt have just announced a major investment into Quebec. So it's not just in the US, but you're seeing some significant investment and uh, opportunities for us in the uh, the Canadian side as well. Alrighty, there you go, folks. Very interesting story. A newly listed Pioneer Lithium, drilling as early as uh, November, December this year on the uh, the most advanced of the projects, and then others to follow. So, Clint, thanks for your time today. Interesting story. We'll be watching with interest. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks, bye.